Hey traders, Akil Stokes here and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about back testing and the importance of it and really the importance of doing it the right way. But first, for you new listeners out there, my name is Akil Stokes, I am a professional trader. Uh, I struggled for a very, 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 very long time before becoming successful, but I'm a professional trader. I am also a real estate investor, and this is a podcast that I produce each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to give you some helpful hints, not only on the markets as far as trading goes, but also in other aspects of life as far as uh, maybe giving you a nudge and helping you develop that entrepreneurial mindset and hopefully giving you a daily dose of positivity to, to kind of get your day started on the right path. I am also a trading coach over at tier1trading.com and because it's my podcast, I can shamelessly plug whenever I want. If you are interested in learning how to trade, meaning if you've been trading and you're kind of stuck in a funk and you want to get some education and uh, some coaching, make sure you take advantage of our $1 trial membership, right? It gives you 14 days on the platform. You have access to a training course. You have access to a community of fantastic traders. You have access to multiple trading coaches, daily trading videos. You can download our software. You can follow the trades that we take. You can join us in the live room. Basically, it's no brainer. You can do a lot of stuff that is going to help you become a better trader for just $1. And there's no commitment. There's no auto bill or anything like that. Once your 14 days are up, you just lose access and you can't be on the site anymore, right? Keep it simple. Um, but today's episode is about backtesting, as mentioned before. And before I get into the episode, because it was one that I recorded beforehand, I was actually halfway through building my kid a bed and I wanted to take a break and I had something on the mind. And I just, you know, opened up the phone and started recording. Before we get into that, I want to give you guys some background about what backtesting is, because many of you may not know. Essentially, backtesting is the process of doing your homework in the market, right? When you're a trader, you should have some type of strategy, some type of technique, something that you use to consistently extract profits from the market and essentially, well, I guess consistently take good trading opportunities. And if you take good trading opportunities, you will consistently extract good amounts of profit out of the market. And it falls under the whole umbrella of treating your trading like a business. And, and it kind of surprises me how many traders don't think this way. I, I always get questions about that. What do you mean treat your trading like a business? And backtesting is a fine example of that because let's, let, let's, let's think of trading and, and instead of just trading the financial markets, whether it's Forex, stocks, commodities, options, whatever it may be, um, or even real estate for that matter of fact, let's think of trading as your business as it being like a, a store. Let's say a a subway restaurant because it's noon on Friday and I'm hungry. So let's let's picture your trading being like a subway, right? Your strategy is the restaurant, right? The the subway works. It it produces a product that people demand, right? It's a, it's a food store, right? It, we, we all know the strategy works. So that's one thing. And it's one thing to have a trading strategy that works, whether it's double tops, double bottoms, advanced pattern formations, uh, breakouts, uh, Bollinger Bands, moving average crosses, whatever it is. It's one thing to have a strategy that works. And yes, that is very important because at the end of the day, you need that. However, an issue that, uh, a problem that many traders kind of face is that just because they have a strategy that works 
they believe that it will work all the time and everywhere. And right, my trading buddy, Jason Greystone always says it like this. He says, treat your pairs, right? As far as the Forex market, your currency pairs, you could be different stocks or whatever. Treat your pairs like your employees, meaning that when you manage employees, understand each employee is different. Not everyone reacts the same way. There are some employees that you can yell at, it'll get them fired up and they're ready to go. There are other employees where if you yell at them, they're gonna they're gonna collapse into a little ball and they're not gonna be productive at all. So you kinda gotta you have to know how to motivate and how to approach each employee differently if you want them to be as productive as possible. And trading is the same way. So we have our strategy or our technique, which is the Subway restaurant, right? We know it works. It's worked in the past. There's thousands of other Subway franchises out there that are producing profit. So we know it works. People like sandwiches. People are too lazy to make sandwiches for themselves. So people want to come in and have people make sandwiches for them, right? Backtesting would essentially be like doing your market research, right? So when you open up a franchise, right? Let me know what you guys think. You can say it to yourself, obviously, because this is a podcast, but do you just open it up in any random place. You just find a, a street corner and like, oh, that looks like a good spot. Boom. There, right? No, right? You do your research, right? You you measure traffic patterns to see, hey, is there a, a high noon traffic here, right? Are, are, are people, is there flow through this area, right? You look at the demographics in that area, right? If you're, I don't know what demographic subway kind of caters themselves to, but whatever that demographic is, you want to make sure it's in your area, right? Because these are your, your potential customers. These are your, quote unquote, your best customers. And you want to make sure you put your store in it area where your best customers are at to use another example right is there any point of putting a, a Chuck E. Cheese Chuck E. Cheese is like a kind of like a, a kid's place they have like arcade games something for little kids is there any play is there any point in putting a Chuck E. Cheese near a retirement community where it's all older people probably not right you're better off putting like a, a, a bingo deal there or something like that right so you want to do your market research and back testing is the same way you're, you're taking your strategy you're going through markets, you're going through your different pairs, and not only are you seeing if it works on different ones, but you're seeing how it works because it could work quite differently. And when you get done the whole back testing, you have all your research done, you're just compiling the data and comparing the data. You're looking at all of the data that you've compiled on all of these different pairs, all these different markets, and you're looking for the ideal locations. And, and you know, uh, I guess, well, going back to trading, ideal locations would be the pairs that perform the best. So the euro dollar and the pound dollar and the euro yen may perform great. So three of those make it into your portfolio. The dollar Canada, ah, maybe not so much. The results weren't good. Boom. You don't need to trade that. And that's the kind of the, one of the, the big benefits of doing backtesting is you know that data, you know what to trade, and you can set yourself up to be as productive as possible. Um, so that's a little bit about the background of backtesting just before we get into today's conversation. But in the conversation I'm about to share with you, um, I talk a little bit about the other side of backtesting. So not just the importance of gathering data, but also the mental and psychological benefits that it provides a trader as well. So I'm in the middle, kind of taking a break from uh, building my kid a new bed, and I want to discuss the topic of backtesting, because I've recently had a few conversations about this. I'm having one on uh, Facebook right now with a, a trader. I had one a little bit earlier today on our trading platform, yeah, 
We had a trial member uh, or a member that signed up for our trial membership. And one of the things that you get with that trial membership is the ability to join our community chat and kind of interact with the traders there. And it was an interesting uh, discussion because the traders on our platform, right, uh, they're, they're basically of the same quality as professional traders in, say, like a prop firm or something like that. And the mindset that these traders have, well, let's just say that it's it's completely different to what you're seeing on the Internet. So it's always kind of uh, an adjustment when you deal with a group of um, traders that think differently than you. It'd be the same thing if I went to a trading forum right now, right? If I went to a trading forum right now and listened to everyone talk about the market will do this, the market has to do that, they're making a thousand percent a month. I'd be the outcast if I were to come in and say, hey, you know, uh, that's not really the reality of trading. Well, it's the exact opposite with our with our trade floor here, our community chat, I should say, where traders that come in with that mindset, they're kind of the minority. And it's just it's kind of like a shock to their system to see people not thinking the same way. And, and today was kind of a cool example. We had a trader come in that was saying, hey, you know, I got this strategy. I do this. I do that. And, you know, Usually in a forum, everyone would be impressed and our traders were much more worried about the process. And, and that's a cool thing. But we had a trader join and um, he was kind of giving us some background about himself. And he said that, hey, he's a, he's a good trader. He's developed systems. Um, however, he has a problem with holding in trades. And there were a few key words I picked up on where it's like, hey, I'm I'm worried that I'm in too many trades right now. I don't really have belief in what I'm doing. I, I take, you know, I move stops. I take targets early, all that stuff. And, you know, being a being a coach for so many years now, right, I I know what questions to ask and I know what responses I should be getting uh, to kind of identify the trader's flaws. So I asked this trader, I said, you know, have you have you back tested your system? Because typically when there is a lack of belief, confidence, whatever you want to call it, um, or I should say this, typically when there's a lack of confidence, it comes from a lack of belief and a lack of belief comes from a lack of of uh, a lack of testing. And the trader said, yeah, I, you know, I've tested um, from 2008, 2009, right? It's 2018 right now. So about 10 years. And that's a good amount of data. However, I think one of the issues is, is that this trader, although he tested uh, the strategy that he was trading was an automated strategy. And I think he's working on um, another more discretionary type strategy. Um, it was tested through like a, a, a trading, uh, like a back testing system. And you see that with, an, with a lot of automated strategies, and I'm completely fine with that. If you're going to trade something automated, it's okay to kind of just run the numbers because you're not actually physically sitting there and trading it. You're kind of letting it work in the background, so that's fine. But if you're going to trade in a way that you are sitting there physically looking at the market, identifying, doing analysis, and um, taking trading opportunities, you need to do manual backtesting. And the second conversation that I had on Facebook, you know, came, came to the same conclusion. It was a trader asking about backtesting. How do you do it? And of course, I give the answer. I said, hey, you take your system or strategy, you take a chart, you, you, uh, you click through one candlestick at a time and you track data. And that's always the, the, that's the response that traders love to hear because it's basically saying, hey, you need to do a lot of hard work to find something that might work. And if you're like many of us, you backtest a few times finding things that don't work until it finally starts to work. And the trader was like, isn't there a simpler way to do it? And the answer is yes, you can find systems, depending on how you're trading, where you can kind of automate your strategy and just have, you know, run your strategy through it, have it print out the numbers. But I'll tell you what, that does nothing for you. 
Yes, you see that you have, uh, you know, your strategy is profitable, but let me ask you this. How is it any different from basically me telling you that, hey, your system looks profitable. I've tested your system, it looks profitable, right? Do you really believe it? Maybe at the time it gives you confidence because kind of the ulterior motive is to just get started as quick as possible. But when you're in the markets, when you're trading live and all those emotions really start to take their toll, right? The only thing you can pull on is your belief. And unless you've been through the trenches, unless you've done all the work, gone through all the hard work and stress of digging through charts one bar at a time and and plugging data into a spreadsheet, you're really not going to have a true belief in what you're doing. When you don't have that true belief, it's only a matter of time before those little chinks in the armor uh, become full-blown cracks and you have a trading meltdown. And it's very similar, I would imagine, to someone like, uh, you know, a pilot, something they go through, right? When you're a pilot, one of the first things you do is you go through like test school or flight school. And um, we have some some pilots that are traders. So if, if Kev, if you're listening out there, feel free to chime in. Um, but you go on a simulator, right? You go in this machine that is as realistic as possible and it kind of simulates flight and all this fun stuff and, and tells you if you would have been successful or not. But I would guess that being in the simulator, right, when you're by yourself uh, versus being actually on a plane in the air where there's a, a, a real sense of danger, right? In a flight simulator, if you crash, what happens? Oh, you fail. Maybe you fail out. Um, big deal, but not the end of the world, right? You, uh, you crash in a real live plane, right? Not only do you put your life at risk and give yourself a high chance of dying, but you put the rest of the passengers on board, right? You have that many lives, hundreds of lives in your hand as well. And that's the different mentality between people that trade demo money and real money, right? Demo money, you kind of, you know, it's easier to do the right thing with demo money because if you lose it, ah, you just sign up for another demo account. Live money, you lose it, it's gone, right? And let's not even talk about managing money. Managing money would be equivalent to flying a plane with, with hundreds of passengers and their life's in your hand too. When you're managing money, guys, you're dealing with other people's money as well. And that pressure is just even more intense. And this whole ordeal, I guess this analogy, reminded me of the movie um, Sully. Great movie, by the way. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's a movie about the, um, the airplane, airplane pilot that landed. Uh, their, their plane was crashing. He landed it in the Hudson River in New York. I don't know how many years ago it was. Um, had to be maybe like between five and ten years ago, I think it was. And I remember in the movie, right, they kept talking to the pilot. And they're like, we ran all the, you know, he got in trouble, right? He's, he's, he's this American hero for saving all these lives, but because everything, like, you know, everything's, everybody's worried about lawsuits and all that stuff, he got in trouble and, and they basically ran through all these simulations of the flight and said that, well, if you would have done this, you could have been safe. If you would have done that, you could have been safe and tried to put him at fault for the whole thing. And not to be a, a complete spoiler of the story, right, in case you guys are going to go see the movie, but basically he ended up saying that, Hey, you can run all the tests and simulations you want, but until you're up there in the air and you have a split second to make these decisions that you say I should have made, then you have no idea what I've gone through. And testing is that same way, right? You have to test to have that confidence, to make that that split second reaction, not to hesitate. You have to test to have confidence. Right. If you don't actually go up there and and get through your first successful flight, I don't care how many simulations you've done. You're not truly confident in your ability until you've actually done it. And once you've actually done it, once you've gone through that, that 
I call it a terror because I hate backtesting. I love the beginning. I love the end. I, I hate the middle because it drags on. Um, but when you come through that fire, you have a brand new confidence because you've seen the highs of your system. You've seen the lows of your system. You know each and every detail about your system and having that knowledge, right? Not just having the data in the spreadsheet, which does help, but um, having that data in your head helps with trading live because when you go through drawdowns, you no longer panic because you can recall a time in your backtesting where you went through a similar drawdown but ended up turning things around. When you go through a hot streak, you don't get overconfident because you recall times in that backtesting where you run, you know, maybe five, 10 trades in a row and you were on fire. But then you remember after that came a bit of a drawdown, right? You recall times where price action almost stops you out by a pip and then came down to hit your targets, right? You recall times where price action almost hit your targets by a pip, pip reversed, you stuck into it, and it came down and win. And all of these moments in time are crucial for you to executing in the live markets. And if you don't have these moments, if you don't have that trust, that confidence, that belief in yourself, you're not going to consistently take the right actions. And if you don't consistently take the right actions, you're never going to consistently see the right results. And this was the issue with that trader. Excellent trader, um, just met him, but it sounds like he can develop strategies. It sounds like he has a good eye for the market, but he fully admits, he says, the problem is I just can't trade live. I can't seem to stick to my plan when I'm in the live markets. Why? Well, I'm telling you why. This trader hasn't done the dirty work. There's no confidence. There's mo no belief. And there's a lot of psychological errors that are just lurking, that are stopping this trader from seeing, seeing a massive success. So he's a, he's a trial member right now. I hope he signs up for the, the premier membership. It was funny. The way he was talking was like he had to get accepted to the program. He's like, I hope Akil accepts me. And uh, there's a little language barrier in there. He's from, from Turkey, I believe. So I was like, I hope Akil accepts you to the program. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> we don't have an application. I mean, you just, you, you, you sign up and you're in and we work with you. Um, but I told this trader, I said, hey, you know, stick with it. I know you're a little... Um, Maybe not, not discourage his work because he, he's fully confident, but I, I know you're being overwhelmed right now because you have a, a group of traders that see potential in you and they want you to do good. So they're just, you know, we had like five or 10 traders just spewing advice at this guy at, at, uh, at once. Um, and I think he felt a little intimidated, but I'm like, you obviously have skill. You've got the X's and O's down to go to our, our, our sports term, which I have to throw into every podcast, right? You have the X's and O's down. Now you just got to get the mentality. If you focus on that mentality or if you change your mindset, this guy is focused a lot about money and, and maximizing his profit. And not that there's anything wrong with maximizing your profit, but maximizing his profit in a way that exposes himself a little bit too much on the back end as far as risk, right? <clears throat> Easy way to go broke. Uh, but once you get that mentality down, process over outcome, doing things the right way, you're going to be unstoppable, man. And I, I said, I can't wait to work with you and see what you can do.
All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast, and I hope it gives you just a little bit of a, a different look on what professional trading looks like as far as the mindset goes. And don't forget, if you want to put yourself in a professional environment, if you want to surround yourself with like-minded individuals who are positive, who are supportive, and who are all working towards becoming better traders, make sure you sign up for that $1 membership. Again, it's a dollar. You get two weeks of greatness. Sign up download your software, hop in a live room, get on the chat, introduce yourself, and start taking action on your trading future. Even if you don't plan on staying after that, I guarantee that you'll get more in, for, in, a, in, in ways of value from that two weeks on our platform than what you'll get anywhere else on the internet. And I'm really confident in saying that because that's typically what all of our traders say. Um, so I'll see you guys on the platform. Again, that's www.tier1trading.com slash 14-day-trial. Get started today, and I can't wait to start working with you.